This story begins with silence. A long silence that lasted 400 years, four centuries of waiting to hear from God we worshiped. God had not spoken. No prophet had given us a fresh word from him. No king had shown us the way to him. We prayed, offered our sacrifices, and kept the festivals and holy days. But there had been only silence and waiting. As we waited, our people looked to the ancient texts that told of another time of silence and waiting, when there was a vast nothingness until the great word was spoken and his spirit moved. God creating, 
and breathing life into the world. We look to our ancient heroes of faith and the centuries of slavery in Egypt. We remember the night of our liberation when the death angel passed over us. We relived the Red Sea crossing and our wandering in the wilderness when Jehovah was life. A succession of kings ruled over us, and the more we turned away from putting God on the throne, the more we desperately needed him. Finally, the nation was destroyed, not by enemies who conquered us, but our own unfaithfulness to the one who had given us everything. Yet even in our destruction, God had promised we would not be forgotten. A son would be given, a savior would come. The silence would be broken, and God would speak. Every longing and need we had would be met as His Spirit breathed new life into our world. At last, the wait would be over. Every prophecy would be fulfilled. And the most amazing part of it was that the two of us would be chosen to help bring it to pass.
At the very moment Joseph was weighing what to do about my situation, he'd be told in a dream, don't be afraid, Mary will have a son, call him Jesus. He, he will, will save, save his, his people, people from their sins. Oh, who believe? 
came at the worst possible time. Mary was nearing the time to deliver her child. Our journey to Bethlehem to register was difficult for her. Everything she had been called to do was difficult. Already she endured scorn, mistrust, and danger. But when God called, she simply answered, yes.
faith in God had carried me through the nine months of being an outcast and the target of endless gossip. Faith had given me peace when Joseph doubted me. Faith had provided strength and courage as we traveled to Bethlehem. I had faith. I trusted God. Still, I will confess that there were moments I wondered about God and who would give such a task to someone like me. I have traveled many moonless nights, cold and weary, with a baby inside, and I wonder what I've done. Holy Father, you have come and chosen me now to carry your son. I am waiting in a silent prayer. I am frightened by the load I bear in a world as cold as stone. Must I walk this path alone? Breath of heaven. 
Jesus came into the world in the exact way God had planned it all along. In spite of the difficult circumstances, everything about him was perfect. Suddenly there were shepherds peering through the doorway of the stable when they saw Mary and me and then the baby lying in the feeding trough. They came in and fell to their knees before him and they worshipped him.
many years later, John would write, The Word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory. Mary and I were the first to see it. Then the shepherds who came in from the hills that night caught a glimpse. And ever since then, people have found their way to him, one way or another. When they see him for who and what he really is, they love him. For what would we have done if he hadn't come to us the way he did? on their way to honor him. They brought precious gifts to lay at his feet. Heaven's son was worthy of even more. He deserves everything we hold dear. So we let go of all we value, all we cling to. We lay down anything that would keep us from surrendering our lives to him. Because the truth is, he is the only treasure 
that really matters. Oh, the wonder of beholding One that we have longed to see Now the distance of our journey Fades away before the King We have come to place before Him Go to crown His royalty Frankincense to rise in honor Learn to bless the offering We fall on our knees 
Well, thank you, choir, for that message of truth and the words and the inspiration in the music. Now, if you've never been part of a choir or cantata, you, you, won't, you don't appreciate how much work that goes into this and uh, time and effort, so we appreciate that. Mark, thank you for directing today. But we need to acknowledge that Sherry DeYoung is the one who has been preparing them and coaching them for the last months. And she got ill yesterday, which we feel bad about. But she had them ready, and Mark took the baton and, and took them all the way. So, again, thank you. Well, let's pray together. Father God, we thank you for the Christmas story. And we ask that you help us go beyond sentimentality of the season to comprehend the reality of our Creator becoming a human being, a pure and holy God entering a sin-stained and broken world. Lord, we bring our longing hearts to Jesus. We look to you for purpose and meaning, forgiveness and grace, new life and love, hope and faith. Lord, we put our trust in you. We lay our souls at the feet of Jesus. We thank you again for a Savior and Lord. And in his name we pray. Now receive the benediction. Friends, go in peace. Remember those who are in need. And may the love of God our Father and the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the power and presence of the Holy Spirit go with you now and forevermore. Amen.